1: plushcare.com slash weight loss
0: and Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group uh, joining me this afternoon good afternoon to you Jane
1: good afternoon and you're very
0: welcome let's get straight into uh, questions a listener has a cat uh, about seven years old Anytime we try to dose him he just coughs it back up or ends up getting sick Uh, is there anything you could recommend some cats find it really difficult to take tablets don't they
1: They do. You know, it's a constant struggle. It really depends on the situation. Is this, let's say, are we dosing him with his routine kind of deworming treatments, parasite treatments every few months? Um, Or is this a little cat that needs medication every day? Um, So the solution will be slightly different in each case. So let's take the, the cat who maybe just needs their routine worming prevention every few months. For those ones, you're lucky enough to have to tablet your cat fairly infrequently. But what I would say is that a lot of, let's say, the routine anti-parasitics that we would need for cats and dogs these days, some of them do come in liquid spot on form. So not liquid you would put into your food. That's not safe. It's, it's spot on that goes on the back of the neck. Now, it is important to discuss this with your vet if this is the situation, if it's kind of routine anti-parasitics. And they may well have an alternative that's either more palatable to your pet, so they like the taste of it better, or that will go on the back of their neck and do the same job. Now, what I would be really careful to think about first, though, is not all spot-ons that we normally call them. They're not all created equal. OK, so it's really important if you are getting one of these products to either get it from a vets or a pharmacy, because we have kind of access to a different level of products that we know are really safe in these pets and very effective. But it's probably best to have a chat with your local vet or vet nurse about what what kind of parasitic control is, is appropriate for your pet in a lot of cases some of the spot-ons that go on the back of the neck will do some types of worms but not others and um, so the most common one that's only available usually in tablet form is for tapeworms but there are some new products coming on the market that will actually do that in a spot-on form that goes in the back of the neck but they're not every spot-on so it's just important to be aware that there is a bit of a distinction. What I'd say is if it is parasite control that you're struggling to dose them with have a chat with your vet it's not not a unique problem please don't worry we're very used to this and there's no shame in it one of my own cats is an absolute nightmare to tablet, so I, I feel your pain there. Um, So have a chat with your vet. I'm sure there may be an alternative or they may even be able to help you with regularly tableting your cat if it is something that is a real struggle. If let's say we have a cat that's struggling to take medication that they require every day or multiple times a day, then that's a much trickier situation depending on what medication it is if it's safe to be given with food and speak to your vet about that for each medication that your pet is on it may be a case that you might just need to hide it in something really smelly and stinky to kind of mask the smell of the medication itself and that can help and sometimes tricking around with various different things whether putting them in let's say little cat yogurt, licky licks or covering it in let's say the the water from a can of tuna for example something like that that can really help so really masking that scent is a very helpful thing but every cat is a little different some of them just don't like the crunch or the, the taste when it goes in their mouth. So that's a, a bit of a more challenging thing that you might have to cover in something a bit more hefty. But it is really important to make sure that that's an appropriate thing to do with the medication that you have for your pet. So check with your vet and that it's a safe thing to be giving your pet depending on the medical condition. But if that's not working, you know. Every single vet out there, I'm sure much prefer to have an owner ring them and say, look, I'm having a load of trouble getting medication into my pet. Can you help me? Then for you to suffer in silence or even worse for the pet not to get the medication it needs. So please, please don't be shy about letting your vet or your vet nurse know that you're struggling to give medication. We would really much prefer to know. And, you know, it's not surprising. It's it's not a skill that we're all taught. It's it's quite a difficult thing. And sometimes it might be as simple as getting a bit of a demo from your local vet or vet nurse as to how to tablet them or to even look at alternatives. So many medications these days are available in liquid form, which is a little bit more easy to give to the slightly more ninja-like cat that doesn't okay. want to eat things out of food. But it is important to check with your vet because some medications, unfortunately, are still only available in tablet form. So I think the main thing is really open a dialogue with your vet and okay. have a chat with
0: them. Now, this listener has a 12-year-old labrador. It says with a torn CCL, so I'm not quite sure what mm-hmm. the injury is. It says, unfortunately, surgery to repair this injury is very, very expensive. So it's now not an option. I'm wondering, could Jane recommend, are there any alternatives to reduce pain? Would glucosamine, for example, be helpful? He's a, he's, he is able to take short walks and he still loves to go for a walk, but we're trying to make sure that he's, he's pain-free. Is there ongoing pain medication that could
1: be given? There is. So a CCL is a cranial cruciate ligament. So oh. these are kind of a little X-shaped ligament, uh, kind of a very strong little fibre within the knee joints. And we have them as well, um, which keeps the knee stable during movement. It's commonly, if you ever hear a footballer's doing their knees in, it's usually a cranial cruciate ligament. So it's kind of the footballer's disease as it were. But dogs can get it too. Um, it happens in small breed dogs, also large breed dogs. The management's a little bit different between small and large breed dogs. Obviously a larger breed dog has a lot more weight on that leg. So it's a lot more pressure and in those situations really surgery would usually be the, the suggested way forward. In the smaller patient although surgery kind of might be the gold standard sometimes we have the option for doing conservative management so kind of you know a really generous rest for a long period of a few months and and, and some anti-inflammatories and that may be appropriate. Really depends on your own pet, pet situation but let's say we're in a situation as we are in this situation where we can't go for surgery and that's okay. Um, certainly you're dead right there are pain relief medications that we can use so really it's all about quality of life and comfort for these patients and particularly if surgery is not feasible so what I would say is that if you don't want to go down the surgical route have a chat with your vet again there's plenty of different pain medications that we can use in these patients to control their pain as best we can okay it's never going to fix the leg it's never going to repair the ligament it's not going to do the same job as surgery but the important thing is your pet will be comfortable and they can be things like non-steroidal anti-inflammatories some newer injectable drugs that we would give monthly lots of different things so there's plenty of options so please don't worry you know there are different avenues to keep your pet comfortable. As regards the glucosamine it's probably bottom of the list of what I would suggest for this pet. Glucosamine is helpful to maintain cartilage health but what I would say is with the CCL being ruptured there's probably quite a lot of damage already done to that knee. It's kind of like trying to, to fix something that's already uh, already broken with something yeah. very mild. It won't provide pain relief. So it's probably a case that the damage is done there. It's a nice cherry on top, but it's not going to be the main priority. It's the pain patient, relief is what you need. pain relief. OK, yeah, exactly. o- Anya has
0: a puppy five months of age. She's on, a dr- she's on a dry diet and she has lots of access to uh, water. I provide fresh daily water for her but as soon as she goes outside she's crazy for the bucket that has rainwater in it I'm just wondering could there be that much of a difference between rainwater and the water coming out of my tap or could it be that she's lacking in something
1: Yeah you know I it's, it's a constant source of confusion for me too, my own little cat Darwin, he wanders outside he has water, freely available multiple places in the house, where does he like to drink from? The slightly grotty looking pond in the garden Yeah, so some of them just seem to have a taste for it obviously would prefer if they didn't do it because you know there's probably quite nasty bacteria in there and things that we don't want them to be having so I suppose if there's a bucket outside maybe try and limit their access to it and hopefully they'll resort to having the the clean water inside I suppose the main differences between tap water and rainwater would be kind of the the treated chlorinated content most pets don't seem to be too bothered by that really um What I would say is it's just, you know, as long as your pet is otherwise well and themselves quite happy, I try and restrict the access to the the nasty bucket outside that may not have the, the cleanest water in it. And they'll probably just default to getting their hydration inside. But it is frustrating. I wouldn't say it's likely that they're lacking in anything. I'm um, lacking kind of uh, nutrients as long as they're on a good quality comprehensive puppy diet if we're kind of five months of age should be more than adequate so I wouldn't be worried about needing to supplement anything um, they should be fine, it's probably more habit and a taste for it than anything else.
0: Okay and a final one from uh, Susan who has a cat uh, for the last few months, she describes the cat as being very wild, Now I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this is some kind of a stray cat Susan says, will she grow out of it I'm trying to turn her into a house cat but it's very hard at the moment
1: Hmm, it can be a challenge. If she's very young, then you probably have a good chance. But look, every little cat, just like every little person, we all have different personalities. And part of that might just be her personality. And that might not be for changing. That said, if she's kind of wild and nervous, the more you gain her trust by, I suppose, having a set routine of the day. So, set routine time when she's fed set routine time when you try and interact with her she kind of learns that they're the expected things and she'll probably relax into that routine the less surprises you have when you're trying to calm a pet down that's already anxious or nervous or fearful or a bit wild the better because they can kind of put that framework in their head and go right this is exactly what I was expecting there's no big changes here I don't need to be worried so I think if she's young, you probably have a good chance. But just to be aware that, you know, we all have different personalities. There's flighty cats out there and there's very calm cats out there. So you, an aspect of it may be personality related.
0: okay listen, we leave it there. Talk to you next week. Thank you for that. And thanks for joining us. Cat. Thank uh, you, Patricia. Uh, good afternoon. Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Mill Street, part of the uh, Mill Street Veterinary Group.
1: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra.